Hi, welcome to A Moment with M&MJ. Hey, everybody, y'all. I'm Mary Jo Ryder. And I'm Mike. And we wanted to share with you a moment tonight or today, hey. whatever, whatever to moment, our moment you're listening to our moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, That's cute. welcome. And we did want to share with you that last week we actually did sit down and record about four times, and it just didn't flow. So we said, well, Swollen let's flowing. do... Let's do something different. And yeah. so anyway, we took a week off and here we are. Here we are. We're back and happy. Hallelujah. But um, anyway, we got to talking a little while ago about a uh, concept for this recording. And it really has been coming up lately about holiness and living an upright life. And... Um, We've been doing some study in the book of James, and James is all about that. You mm-hmm. can basically read the whole chapter, the whole book of James, and it basically is an admonition to live an, an upright, holy, unspotted, and pure life. It mm-hmm. really is. And it's a pretty major correction, too, I kind of think. But anyhow, uh, so we wanted to do that. It's going to be a good teaching. It's going to be eye-opening. It's going to be kind of like, okay, a little bit more of an exhortation that, hey, you know what, during this time that we're living in, this is something that we really need to endeavor to do, is to live that upright and holy life and be unspotted from the world. So without further ado, uh, I'd like to share quite a bit of scripture along this line. And uh, I'm going to start in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And all of these are going to be out of the Amplified Bible. We've looked through some different translations to see kind of what would convey the best meaning, and I I felt like the Amplified did that. So I like the Amplified, too. Yeah. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg you, beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God. That's pretty strong. Just that. You know, he's like, please. It's, it's almost like he's pleading with the Roman church. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conform. You could just stop there and drop the mic. It's like I was just thinking that that really covers like everything. Pretty much, doesn't it? Yeah. But you think about it too: the exhortation to the other churches, and then the exhortation from uh, the letter from James also is so parallel along these lines. It's just we can't really. You know, we could totally stop there with Romans 12, 1 and say, all right, we're done. We're going to pack it up. But I think there's a lot more that uh, the Lord wants to share through here. But yeah, just your rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Which I'm going to interject something. We actually sent a message to a young lady that's at college, 
And we said, don't let the college atmosphere and culture change you, but you change the atmosphere and the culture at college for God. Yes. When we are walking in and endeavoring to live our lives in such a manner, the Spirit of God will be upon us in such a degree because we're, we're putting our fellowship with him. And therefore, you know, he's, he's with us. Mm-hmm. But he will affect the culture. He will affect change through us when we endeavor to live that way right you know so that was that was an and she's such a precious young lady and i know she's just a little fireball and we love her okay first next scripture uh we're going to read is first thessalonians 4 verses 1 through 8 furthermore brethren we beg and admonish you in virtue of our union with the lord jesus that you follow the instructions which you've learned from us about how you ought to walk so as to please and gratify god as indeed you are doing, and that you do so even more and more abundantly, attaining yet greater perfection in living this life. Uh, <laughs> that'll preach too. You know, you, you know, think about that. You could just stop and say, ah, we're done. Yeah. I mean, two of those. Uh, for you know what charges and precepts we gave you on the authority and by the inspiration of the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God that you should be consecrated separated and set apart for pure and holy living that you abstain and shrink from all sexual vice that each one of you should know how to possess control or manage his own body in consecration purity separated from things profane and honor not to be used in the passion of lust like the heathen who are ignorant of the true god and have no knowledge of his will that no man transgress and overreach his brother and defraud him in this matter or defraud his brother in business For the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we have already warned you solemnly and told you plainly. But for God has not called us to impurity, but to consecration, to dedicate ourselves to the most through purity. Therefore, whoever disregards sets society and rejects this, disregards not man, but God, whose very spirit whom he gives you is holy, chaste, and pure." Uh, Hebrews 10, 20 through 22 through 25. Let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts in an unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by the faith, by that leaning of the entire human personality on God, by that leaning of the entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty, evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water. So let us seize... I thought that was worth emphasizing, mm-hmm. that little spot there. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. And let us consider... Let us consider and give attentive, continuous care to watching over one another, studying how we may stir up, stimulate, and incite to love and helpful deeds and noble activities, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. That is such good encouragement to continue to wow. reach out to your 
to your church body or if you mm-hmm. have a group Bible study. that you do a Bible study with, Amen. that you can join hands, lock arms with each other, and you can keep each other strong. Yes, absolutely. We've got, uh, I've got a group of, we've got a group of five of us, just guys from the church, and we've got a little texting group, and we'll put stuff on there, we'll encourage each other, we'll hold each other up, we'll and I think we all need that. And, 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 you know, obviously it's scriptural, but I think we all need that. And if you, if you are lacking in that area in your life, be that person to someone else. That's okay. Good. Start to be that person to someone else, to exhort, to encourage, to admonish, to build up, to come alongside and hold their arms up. And then what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Yeah, seed time and harvest. And that's another example of, you know, you sow a seed into somebody else's life of encouragement. You're going to receive encouragement when you need it. Yes. So the next scripture I wanted to share is out of Hebrews 12, verses 12 through 14. So then brace up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands and strengthen your feeble and palsied and tottering knees. And cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet. Yes, make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction so that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, but rather may be healed. Strive to live in peace with everybody and pursue that consecration and holiness without which no one will ever see the Lord. So there, to me, it's pretty critical that we live that type of life Um the Lord really wants us to live that holy, upright life before Him. Uh, we were just doing a, a book study in uh, in James, um, chapter one, verse twenty six and twenty seven. If anyone thinks himself to be religious, piously observant of the external duties of his faith, and does not bridle his tongue, but deludes his own heart, this person's religious service is worthless. It's futile and barren. External religious worship, religion as it is expressed in outward acts that is pure and unblemished in the sight of God the Father, is this, to visit and help and care for the orphans and widows in their affliction and need, and to keep oneself unspotted and uncontaminated from the world. And I would say that constitutes putting aside every appearance. Amen. You know, Paul said earlier, he said, abstain from all appearance of evil. And to me, that, that to us, it kind of means you don't go the places that the heathen go. You don't do the things that the heathen do. You don't indulge in the things that they indulge in. You really check, check what we're doing as, as believers just in, in, in every way, in work. Are we running around engaging in the water cooler discussions that just turn into gossip and slander and backbiting? Are we going and putting ourselves in a position where we're taking in things that are contrary to the word and what is explained in the word? Are we putting ourselves in a position of being entertained by that kind of thing? That's a good point because like you mentioned a little while ago, some of the words that God has given and one of the last words was, he said to keep yourself from being polluted from yes. words that come from unclean lips. Yes. And 
So that to me was meaning that we needed to be even more careful about what we hear and what we're taking in because Mm -hmm. you need to filter everything that comes in. And so if you're not taking in things that are, that are not of God, then you don't, then you just don't have to do that. You don't have to deal with it. So that his advice was to not be polluting yourself. And he also said that we're to keep our lips clean and pure before him. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's a, you know, I just go, God help me. Right. And exactly. um, pray that he gives me the help that I need to have the thoughts in my heart, heart good. Yes. And that the words that come out of my mouth are good and speak life and not death. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable, acceptable. in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That's Psalm 19, verse 14. I'll read it out of the Amplified. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my firm, impenetrable rock and my Redeemer. Amen. That's good right there. Praise the Lord. So we think on the good things. We think on the God things. And, you know, just real quick, going back to the filter, I don't care how good people think their filter is in trying to deal with stuff like that. If you take it in, you have to deal with it. It's not, I don't think people are immune to it because they're dealing with that spirit that is attached to it, Mm -hmm. that is a part of it, and you just got to deal with it. And the best way to not do that is to not partake. Amen. Yeah, Yeah, I think, um, you know, in the Old Testament, there was a lot of cases where God, you know, he gave some really strict guidelines for certain individuals. It's like, you don't do this, you don't do that, and... So I think that's part of it right now is yes. he's saying don't take in things that are that aren't pure mm-hmm. because it becomes part of you. Yes. And you are a living sacrifice for God yes. once you've yep. asked Romans, him to be Lord of your life. Romans you, chapter twelve, verse one. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that's where we wanna be. Mm-hmm. We wanna be his vessel. We wanna be clean and we wanna be holy before him. I would encourage you all to begin to ask the Lord, is there anything in my life that I am doing, taking in, that I allow to influence me that I need to get rid of? I really would. If our hearts are 100% to follow after the Lord mm-hmm. and to, to see the beauty of his holiness, to see and to walk in all of the good things that he has called us to do and be, then I believe it's time. I mean, even now, I believe it's time that we begin to take some of these things and remove them from our life. Let's pray for everybody. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you for all of our listeners today. Fathers are listening to this. Even now, God, I'm th- I thank you that you are, you are speaking, you are showing areas of concern that, you would like us to eliminate from our lives and in doing so that they would bring us on that path, that path of holiness, that path of right living, that path of righteousness, that we might be vessels unto honor. And Father, I bless each one that's listening today, and we thank you for bringing them into our lives and bringing us into theirs. And we pray that we are a blessing to them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God, everybody. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. 
And again, if you would like to partner with us, we would love to have you as a partner, a ministry partner. You can be a prayer partner with us if you would like to join us in uh, praying for us and with us. You can shoot us an email. The link to the email is down below. If you would like to partner with us financially, there's a link that you can do that down below also. And we appreciate everything that you do. We appreciate your prayers. And, and your love and your support. Yes. And like and share the podcast. Amen. We've been having more shares going out and it's it's just encouraging. It's good. If this has blessed you and you know of somebody who you feel that it would bless, please feel free to share. Yes, yes. we would encourage you to do that. That so would be great. Love you and we will see you next time around. Thanks so much.